Wait, I hit record? Uh, I'm not ready. I'm never ready for any of this. I wasn't ready for life. Life just happened. And blammo. How's yours going? Hmm? Well, if you're anything like me, mostly not as expected. But that's not what I got on to talk about. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, that's generally the theme of everything that I'm here to talk about. It didn't turn out as expected. Welcome to the eighth installment, chapter, season, whatever breakdown you want to choose for your own comfort and uh, fileability. Well, this is now... Episode 372, which makes it the first episode of Season 8, which I have quirkily decided to name Octopical, for no reason. Uh, And yeah, it's a made-up word. Uh, I made it up, unless somebody made it up before I made it up, which I'm sure somebody did, so call it what you will, like all words are made up, Octopical. In some symbolic reference to my off-topical nature, here in the octopus slot that is the Ocho, and isn't Ocho by far the best number uh, in the one through nine? Well, although Diez, Diez, Ocho and Diez should just let six, seven, and nine go play in the sand and just hang out together, because Ocho and Diez, all you need are ocho and diez. Um, Okay, I don't know where I'm going with this. And what's funny is one of my first points was going to be that I just don't think I'm getting very high lately. Now, I'll admit that I've been buying some bargain basement weed. Well, not even weed, but concentrate derivative. And that's my fault. Um, But I think vaping has somewhat ruined getting high. Because it's pretty easy to be high all the time, which means you're never high. Which puts me at a conundrum of, do I get rid of my vaporizer? Probably. But since I was going to spend September sober and didn't even come close, I'm not sure I'm to trust on this particular topic about myself. So... Rather than pontificate about nonsense in the marijuana uh, uh, parts of my life, I'm going to pontificate about the things that actually are of relevance in my life. And I'm going to start with the last round of recordings. Could be no one knows. There was a lot of weepiness in there. And... I listened to the first 12 or 15 of them and then just stopped um, to try to have some sense of thematic continuity across this next installment. But having given up on that just because how do I have any thematic continuity across any installment? That just isn't me. No, the cut myself off, think about something in the middle of a thought that leads me to something else that has me completely forget the first thought and then contradict the third thought with the fourth thought. Well, yeah, 
that's that's not easy to listen to, especially if there's crying involved. So <clears throat> I don't know how to work through the historical content I have and narrow it down to parts that are of use to eavesdroppers today. I have no reason to revisit anything that I did 18 months ago, um, at least not for another year or four or 40. So it's just a, a dead zone of, hmm, of confession that lingers without any kind of intent because I let it just collect like dripping water in a basement till eventually it's fucking wet down here, man. How long has this been going on? Years? Are you kidding me? Oh, man, you got to get a job. Well, I have a job. I mean, I, I have employment. I don't have a job. Well, I, uh, I have a, a love-hate relationship with America. And it's work now, work now, work now. Routines. I didn't come to planet Earth to work. I mean... I came here to achieve, and through achievement, I'm sure I intended to work. Um, I came here to, uh, to, what, uh, coalesce with a camaraderie, uh, contagious collective of the uh, humankind. I came here to experience what it's like to wear a meat suit with everybody else wearing a meat suit in the celebratory, wow, this is cool, experience that it is to be a human being. And then I ran into 8675309 Earth, which, oh, just is not the optimal run. And uh, while I know this is all just soul school, and what I'm really here to do is to test myself in ways that help me mature as a being of infinite wisdom across time and space. Well, the nincompoopery that is planet Earth, at least this manifestation of it, it's, it's untenable. I hate it. We're just letting it happen. At least in my reality. In this middle-class, white, American, all the benefits, none of the worries, existence that I lead, well, I, I see a bunch of, what would you call it, tolerance of mediocrity, uh, accepting of anything but our best effort, giving anything that is too... Uh, time-consuming to take me away from my phone for an hour, uh, no chance at all to ever cross my horizon. Uh, we are a less interesting and less interested populace than I've ever imagined we could become. We are gobbling up bites of information in a search for personal validation in a reality that has no interest whatsoever 
and what we are to become. It doesn't care. It just wants us to continue spending and working to earn the dollars it requires to spend on the next thing we want to spend on. And the fact that the people with the control over the money can leverage things like (laughs) the actual monetary uh, denomination in circulation, as well as however you want to quantify our debt situation, well, these become tools whereby you either play the game or you sit out at great penalty. So, yeah, I have a job. I work so that I can afford peanut butter, so that I can live. And that's it. I subsist on as little commitment to the main organization that is American life as I can. And then I spend all of my other time looking for true connections with real people who feel the same undercurrent of unnecessary mediocrity. And I'm finding them slowly. And it's become a lot easier to recognize that this is who I've always known I should be and never really had the sensibility or confidence to say, yeah, I can live like that, completely 100% committed to who I really am, without ever thinking something different needs to be done. And that's not who I was for most of my life. So after this pause, let's talk about Sorry Ass John, where he is. What, how do you even get here? Pause. Oh, and for anybody who might be tuning in for the first time, when I pause like that, it's to do one of three things. Either to deal with one of my pets, which now that Phoebe's gone, not a whole lot of that going on. Or to smoke weed, which is 99% of the time what I'm doing. Or to do something like go take a shit. But it's almost always to smoke weed. And for the accuracy, mind it among you. When I say smoke weed, in this case, I actually mean smoke weed. But usually I mean I'm going to dab a concentrate. Some sort of a derivative of THC goodness in goopy or solid form that I use about uh, a tic-tac-sized globule on a hot surface to ingest just the pure THC goodness. But since today... I have some pretty good green. Well, I'm smoking some Amnesia Haze, followed by some Death Star, followed by some Purple Train Wreck. So when I'm all hazy about my Death Star being wrecked, well, I'll be out to talk to you then. Okay. Uh, so drug use, let's get that out of the way. Uh, I use drugs, obviously, but I don't consider marijuana a drug any more than I consider cigarettes a drug. Um... I just, the name drug has connotations that are unnecessary. So if we take each individual uh, substance on its own merit and discuss it as such, well, why don't I smoke cigarettes but I smoke marijuana? Well, cigarettes don't seem to give you any advantage. And it's all disadvantage because, as far as I know, that's the second hardest 
habit to kick behind heroin. So fortunately, the one or two puffs on cigarettes I've taken over time all tasted terrible and were easily spit out and never thought of again. And the reason marijuana has stuck around since, well, the first time I tried marijuana, I was either 15 or 16. And the first time I really got high, I was probably 17 or 18. And the first time I probably bought my own bag of weed, I think I must have been in college. It might have been senior year of high school, but that would have been a one-time thing. So the reason that I wasn't much of a smoker in high school was A, I was born in 1969, I'm 54, so just say no and all that shit in the 80s, meant that your default position you had to unwind from being programmed was just say no. Um, so drugs were bad, drugs were bad, and, uh, and I believed that. But alcohol? Pfft, no problemo. In fact, because the drinking age in Colorado was 18... By the time you were 16, it was pretty easy to get alcohol and get a lot of it. So we, as teenagers, drank a ton. By the time I got to college, I was, a, I was at least a professional drinker, if not an alcoholic. And because alcohol was my social crutch at a time when I needed social crutches because girls were scary... Um, well, alcohol and I have had bad social scenarios to the point that I gave up drinking for a long, long time and still really don't think of myself as a drinker, but I will have a beer now and again because I enjoy the simple, uh, release of tension and the gregarious, uh, warmth that one if not two, drinks provides. For me, the third drink is the troublesome one. So there's no reason for me to have a third. Because if I have a third, I might have a 33rd, and that's too many. And <clears throat> unless I'm with people who are, um, who are big-time uh, partiers, then alcohol never even crosses my mind. But as soon as somebody's bringing up drugs and cocaine and all that shit, the first thing that crosses my mind is, well, we're going to need some beer. And I don't even do these drugs anymore. <clears throat> but the reason it took me so long to think of myself as an alcoholic was that I could see that other drugs were problematic in my life. But alcohol was always the complimentary sort of okay brother that was there that you kind of worried with seeing too much reality. There was never any stigma with alcohol. So to think it was problematic when you had cocaine and fucking everything else uh, in the toolbox. Well, it, it took a long time to think of alcohol as the enemy. But once I realized it, it was very easy to see it as something to um, distance myself from entirely, if not uh, stay away from forever, to always respect its culpability in my stupidity at the highest level. Now, that's not true of a lot of people. And a lot of people drink alcohol with zero issue. I do not. I drink alcohol with several issues, which is why I don't really drink alcohol. 
And marijuana, on the other hand, has never gotten me in trouble, except for having possession of an eighth one time during a traffic stop. But other than the illegality of the plant itself, I've never been uh, in any socially uh, downside situation because of marijuana. Other, What I'm saying is, compared to alcohol, which has gotten me in fights, uh, gotten me hurt, gotten me um, emotionally fucking uh, train wrecked. I mean, I can think of incidents that involve alcohol that almost make me wince to, to think of them. Um, there are so many catalysts that alcohol drives that are negative that marijuana has not even the uh, active agents to pull those levers. It came clear to me sometime in my 20s that marijuana was by far the preferable recreational choice. But marijuana with some uh, fucking beer and probably some, uh, if we're being honest, a couple of black Russians followed by a couple of white Russians followed by a couple of games of bowling and a couple of games of pool and whoever wanted to stay the rest of the night. We'll just make it an all-nighter. And I did that for a decade and a half, maybe two, if I really think about it. But only to chase down how little of myself I could embrace. I was so swamped with self-loathing, I couldn't find a path to recognizing my true gifts. And those are I'm here to forgive, I'm here to understand, and I'm here to be kind. And I'm here to cry. I'm very emotional. I don't know why, but I am. And now that I'm okay with it, um, I actually really like it. It gives me a lot of comfort to be as um, connected to my environment, especially the people in it, as I get through my emotional contacts. And <clears throat> I'm not sure when I, I feel like three or four years ago, I honestly got upgraded physically, a better body, or just a better version of myself. Um, I had, I released an, uh, somewhat addiction to Diet Mountain Dew entirely. Just one day it was like, oh, this is awful. After drinking it almost exclusively, no water even, for 15, 20 years, just stopped. And, and my body has changed into by far the most athletic looking I've ever been. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not doing anything different. I'm playing tennis and riding my bike. Like I always have. So I'm thinking with a lot more clarity. I'm retaining things with recall that I haven't had before. I'm memorizing things without knowing I'm even doing it. I'm picking... <laughs> I'm... I don't know. I'm finding myself peaking 
while not doing anything to invite that. It's an odd experience, to say the least. And I just figure the further I push myself to stay comfortable with my day-to-day, if not enthusiastic about my day-to-day, the more okay I am with what I'm doing. It seems like the better my personal existence, physical existence, manifests. I know it's all fucked up, I get it. But why at 54 am I not on the downslide? I even think my vision has improved. I can see the tennis ball with more spin. Um, it's, to say the least, it's not something I care to have do anything but maintain or accelerate. So, yeah, but still. And I, I mean, I eat like shit. Fuck, man, all I've eaten today are cookies and a peanut butter sandwich. And a lot of water. Drink a fucking ton of water now, too. And I, I mean, I've been in and out of phases with water, but I'm just, like, drowning in water lately. Just can't get enough. So, yeah. I'm sure that's something you needed to know. All right. The, um... The... Let's, let's name some things about me that are bizarre. I believe in my dreams... I think my dreams tell me things that are of great value. I think, honestly, I may learn more in my dreams than I do in my waking life. But um, I am uh, not saying that I don't fully embrace reality. I love reality. I just have a very active and rewarding dream life, including lucid dreaming a lot. Um, I can go into lucid dream mode if I'm out, you know, if if I'm in the hazy waking phase between sleeps, it's so easy to go into lucid dreaming mode. You just kind of decide where you want to go. Bam, you're there. Anyway, that has nothing to do with uh, with being unusual. I think all of us are very capable of all that. What I do think is unusual <clears throat> is that I am finding myself... Um, encountering in real life people that um, I've met in dreamland very well know I've met in dreamland. And of course, these are people that could have manifested as a token incident in my previous past and then fell into a dreamland sequence that then fell back into reality and it all is just coincidence. And I, that is a way easier vein of logic to follow than some sort of precognitive manifestation of somebody you're going to meet. But I can't deny that that's what happened. It really fucked me up. Because this is the second time it's happened. And the first time it was pretty easy to just deny, deny, deny. Even though it was so clear. I mean, the just the person was so clear. It was You couldn't miss her. It, and it makes me wonder how many I've missed, where something might have been a dream recall that I just never missed. I mean, dream deja vu happens a lot, where I'm having that sequence of, of events that are familiar, but it's familiar because I've dreamt them. Not deja vu per se, but deja vu to a dream. That stuff happens a lot. And, uh, and 
I also know that my dreams feel like a gateway to other existences. Not just as past lives, but parallel situations where either I'm a participant or even sometimes an onlooker, like part of a part of a overseeing crowd that's not really part of the scene, but more reacting to the scene. I don't know how to describe it. Like, not an audience, but more a, hmm, a council, a judgment. Uh, but there's no, there's no vote. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where I'm going, so I'm going to stop. And I'm going to back up. I'm going to say, in spite of all the dream context my life has shown meaning through, reality is the test. And I don't feel like we're passing it. In fact, I, I call this it's all my fault because I think I may have failed the most. And where I have failed is in believing in myself the composition that I have here is valuable, purposeful, destiny-filled, and uniquely equipped to handle the scenario right in front of us. Landing as an empathetic, soft, spoken, constantly aware, shy, certain but not about to trespass on anybody else's thing. Just, I felt like I was here to witness something. To almost verify an event or an occurrence or some sort of historical marker. And I'm not sure that's not right. I feel like I haven't had a whole bunch of past lives on Earth, but I've had past lives in, a, in situations where the situations are exactly the same. The stars are just different. I feel like I've had all kinds of other existences as creatures other than men. In fact, I would say that I feel unusually ill-equipped as a man, even though I'm 100% a heterosexual white male American, I'm sure that 75% of the time I manifest, I either am genderless or a woman. I just know it. And whatever situation this one is, I know I'm here to push myself hard against whatever occurrence this is that I'm also participating in slash witnessing while I'm here. This is a big deal. Whatever's happening on Earth in the next five to 55 years is of universal interest. It's exceptional if you're here to play a role in the exact time and space that is this 8675309 Earth. It may feel muddled. It may feel everything but composed. But if you just think about what it is that you're confused about inside your own head, inside your heart, inside you, if you think about that and ask for guidance as you fall asleep, I don't understand why I can't find peace in relationships with my family.
I don't understand why I can't find peace in relationships with my family. Pay attention for the next three or four nights. See if you don't have dreams about situations with your family that maybe you forgot about, maybe you overlooked, maybe you didn't realize were such impactful situations at the time. I don't know. These are the kinds of things that if you just trust the universe to cooperate with you, it starts to. I don't, I don't know if it hears the energy that you are hoping for guidance and has enough universal wisdom to throw some your way during dream time, but that's just basically what happens. Yeah, it's all <laughs> back-of-the-envelope malarkey. Except it works. And even if you resist, don't believe in it. Don't think it's a value. Don't be surprised if your dreams start peppering you with things you've got to get on. I'm a vegetarian because of my dreams. A happy one. Probably a decision I should have made in my 20s for political reasons, but for convenience reasons, I didn't. And for convenience reasons, I didn't do a lot of things. Well, there's no more convenience anymore because there's no more of it. So why would there be any more of it? Um, I am at a place in life where I get to do whatever I want with my time. I am committed to nothing other than making a better world. So I swear a lot. I cry a lot. I go all over the place. I don't even get back to points I'm trying to make. I'm the worst person to be listening to. Which is why I tell anybody who's unfortunately listening in on this particular recording, time to stop. Go do something active with your life so that when you're done with that thing, you can turn around and go, okay, well, that felt better. That was something productive. That was something I needed to get done. That was something that's been sitting around waiting to get attention. Whatever. Go clean the top of your kitchen trash can lid if you have to. To find something that will make your whole day feel better. Or choose any of a million, gazillion, trillion other things you could do for yourself, for your life. To slightly improve it a little bit. Don't try to make your life a whole lot better. Try to make it a little better. A little bit better life for all of us would be a whole lot better life for all of us. Wait, should I end it that redundantly? Okay. If all of us just took enough concern to make our lives better, well, the universe would sure love that.